Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm your host, John Curley, the host with the ghost, your ghost host. What's going on, everybody? It's Monday. The East Coast got smashed with some snow, sucks, snow and ice and garbage that everybody hates, but uh, we're still doing it. We're still doing it, so I'm going to do a show tonight. Um, I missed one a couple of weeks ago due to uh, work, so... Just making it up tonight, kind of a boring night, so I figured, uh, why not drop one on here? What the hell? So, tonight, I'm going to be talking about You Give Ghosts a Bad Name. The title kind of speaks for itself. You know, I've been watching some of these shows and uh, these uh, shock docs that are in, like, Discovery Plus and stuff like that. And, oh, man, I'll tell you, what a joke. It's really turning uh, paranormal stuff into a bunch of crap, man, to be honest. Uh, don't really like it. Um, I watched one last night. The Lizzie Borden. Ew, it was terrible. I didn't like it at all. It had, um, <laughs> it was kind of corny. Uh, <laughs> it was the Lizzie Borden house, and uh, uh, you had Chris Fleming and Dave Schrader and uh, a couple other people that were on there. I think one of the descendants from uh, Lizzie Borden herself. Uh, but man, I was I was watching the show and. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know, you know, if these shows continue the way they're going, that, uh, you know, it's going to really make paranormal things, uh, paranormal investigations look kind of ridiculous, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was quite interesting to watch it. And, you know, people that do this kind of stuff, I said it from the beginning, and I'll say it again. You know, this is entertainment. I know it's entertainment, but good Lord, you know, um, 
they had they were doing automatic writing sessions and uh it, it was quite ridiculous I, I thought it was pretty pretty dumb uh you know their bodies are shaking and they're oh, and they're all shaking at the table and they're oh i know it's they're taking over your body i've never seen so much ridiculous stuff in, in all my life of um people just will do any kind of shit for paranormal uh success and unfortunately these are the people that are the mainliners and all the paranormal conferences and um you know it it's really not being honest if, if you ask this is my personal opinion um like i said they might listen to it they might not like it but hey uh, I'm, I'm telling the truth. I always tell the truth about this kind of stuff because this is what I do. Uh, I, I've been doing it for for 20 years, and uh, to to see this kind of stuff, it really really irritates me because I'm just like, that's not how paranormal investigations go. You know, this the seance crap, and you know, they're sitting around the table. Oh, we're, gonna, we're doing a seance, and we're gonna bring we're bringing Lizzie Borden up. She's she's writing, and you know, come on, man, you gotta do better than that. You know what I mean, like. And paranormal investigations, you know, real paranormal investigations, if you hear a voice out loud or something like that, man, I mean, you, you've you accomplished a big feat already by hearing a disembodied voice. Um, a lot of nights you'll sit in the house and, you know, it, it's going to be dead ass quiet. I mean, totally quiet. You're not going to, sometimes you don't hear a thing. And, you know, you watch some of this stuff and I don't know. I just... <sighs> Jesus God, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> I hate to say that, but it is. It's really bad. Yeah, I, I watched. It, it all falls behind movies and uh, these stupid shock doc things. Some of them are okay, but uh, you know, you got the obviously what they have the Amityville horror and uh, some of the Bigfoot things kind of intrigue me. But uh, you know, this Lizzie Borden, this last one, this Lizzie Borden thing, and now they have one with Devil in the White House or something like that. A demon in the White House. Come on, man. Everything's a demon or a devil or a possession or, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've never seen anyone possessed ever, ever. I've never seen a possession. Never. I've never seen some of the things that these TV people have uh, have claimed. Uh, And I've been in a lot of haunted locations and I've never, ever seen the amount of activity that that they claim they've had happen with uh, people being possessed and uh, levitations and and things like that. Uh, man, I just don't know, man. It's it's really irritating. And I think if it keeps going, you know, um, it's not going to be very good. What's up, Big Sarge? What's up, uh, Maddie? Welcome to the uh, chat room. I'm going to invite uh, Big Sarge in on this one. Big Sarge is in the chat room. You in there, Big Sarge? Yeah, Big Sarge. Yes, sir. How can you hear me good? Yes, sir. Hello, my brother. Hey, what's going on, my man? Oh, man. Another night. Another hour, buddy. I heard that. Let me share this out for you real quick. So this is Big Sarge from Ghost Stops Paranormal. He's my bro. Um, I wanted him to come in on tonight, and we're going to talk about uh, this paranormal fraudulent Parafraud bullcrap that's out here now. This bullshit, I should say. Uh, this is uh, it is marked explicit tonight, so we will be saying a little bit of cuss words. But uh, you know, I don't know, man. 
it's uh, it's really aggravating to watch this shit anymore. You know, totally aggravating. What was uh, what were you watching? I, I you didn't uh, get a chance to really explain that. It was the uh, the Lizzie Borden uh, murder investigation in uh, what's it the Shock Docs on Discovery Plus. Mm, okay. I get like totally bored and I like to scroll through this shit and I'm just watching it and I'm like, oh man, this is terrible. Dude, they're like automatic writing and uh, I think Schrader's like you're over there shaking <laughs> like he's I don't know, playing with himself or something, you know what I mean? And it's just it's ridiculous, dude. I'm like, oh my god, this is so terrible. You know, it, it, if it keeps going the way it's going, you know, I don't I it, it makes people like us look like a bunch of goddamn idiots, you know? And, and that's not and, what we're in it for, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's all right. Go ahead, boy. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. And sorry about my timing. No, that's um, okay. You're absolutely right. I mean, that's what I've been saying all along. I know you and I have talked about this uh, a thousand times. And one of the things that, you know, kind of makes me angry about this is, you know, you and I are, are real serious about our craft. We're, we're really serious uh, about finding answers and evidence. And when you see these, these parafrods, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like these people with this haunted doll shit and, you know, all these dolls are haunted and this and that, they're possessed and all, you know, oh, man, get out of here with that shit, man. You know, right. it, it's totally annoying. It, it, you're watching this shit on TV and they're making a ton of money on it. Anything that's like got to do with demons and possession and shit like that. It sells like hotcakes. You know, I guess we're yeah. in the wrong business, you know. You know, I had a real uh, in-depth uh, discussion with a friend of mine tonight. She wanted to know all about what we were doing, and I was showing her some stuff. And, you know, I showed her some of the evidence from you as well. You know, some of the EVPs, the amazing EVPs that you got. And she was asking me questions. She goes, well, then, is it like Ghost Adventures? Is it like Ghost Hunters? And is it like, like uh, um what's the other one kindred spirits or whatever. Is it like those shows? I guess it's nothing like those shows, you know? No. And that's the misperception. That's the misconception that a lot of these people that come into the paranormal field have, and you've said it yourself. They, they look at these TV shows and, and for example, what you just watched with Chris Fleming and them, they look at these TV shows and they think that that's gospel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like they think this shit is written in stone. You know what I mean? Like this is how it's supposed to be. Uh, you know, four idiots sitting at a table holding hands, you know, look like they're all doing a circle jerk or something. You know, I'm just like, what, what is this dude? Like, this is, this is where we're at with paranormal investigations Four people sitting around the table. Uh, this guy's channeling Lizzie Borden herself and he's writing down scribbling shit on a piece of paper, you know, shaking like he's having an epileptic fit or something. You know, I'm just like, this is terrible. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell, man? What the hell is going on? We're, we're at this point with this shit, you know? I don't know, man. I, I mean, uh, your guess is as good as mine at this point. You know, I've gotten to the point now where I had a debate on one of the paranormal, um, and a lot of the paranormal am amateur, I call them amateur paranormal page, you know, because I'm, I'm an amateur too. I don't, I don't claim my, myself to be anything in particular. I am too, you know? And we were talking about the same exact thing what you and I are talking about tonight. And the guys and girls on there that were like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this for this. And, you know, and we we uh, we get out there and, and, you know, we're trying to be famous. It's like 
if your goal in, in the paranormal field is to be famous, then you are in the wrong field. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think you're going to get famous doing this, you might as well go stand in front of the fan and piss in front of it and, you know, get the splatter back because <laughs> you're not yes. going anywhere, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going anywhere. It's they, they run in their own small circles of, of friends and, you know, that's just how it is. You know, if you go against the grain with them, they're going to try to destroy you in any way they can talk. Mad, and, and you've experienced it already yourself. They're going to talk mad trash about you, lies about you, uh, a whole lot of bullshit, you know, and it's just like, this is, you know, this is paranormal unity. I've come to the fact that there is no such thing. And you and I laugh about this all the time. There is no such thing as para unity. There's only para unity when it benefits somebody. Yeah, exactly. Like if it gets them in a location, Oh, you're my best friend, you know, because you got me here. You got me there. But then they're quick to throw the knife in you. You know what I mean? Just stab it all the way in as far as they can, as far as they can go, like Julius Caesar, you know, just ramrodding it in you. I I, I agree. I I just, you know, (laughs) anymore you watch, I've watched these shows just to get a laugh out of them anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Maddie said, right. Too many egos. It is. It's the paranormal community is nothing but, a lot of egos. They talk about paranormal unity. It's all a bunch of shit. If you try to cross one, of, you know, if you try to go against the green with one of them, they're going to go in your back like you wouldn't even believe. And, and you know, no matter what you say, you're not going to be right. You know, that's, I, you know, I think Sergeant has seen that himself with some of these people. You know, he's just like, I was like, Sergeant ain't even worth it because you're not going to, you know, you're not going to win with these people. They're, they're relentless, man. Like yeah. they're crazy. Yeah, they're totally they crazy. Are. One of the things that I told these guys, what well, we were debating back and forth, and one of the things that I, one of the points that I made uh, to these people was, listen, as paranormal investigators, all right, it is our responsibility to be one hundred percent truthful, not only to the community, because it should be a set standard for the community on on you know being being that way, but we have. Uh, commitment to being that way to our clients as well. You like you, you gave me that one article where that one lady walked in there with the SLS camera and told the client that she has 17 ghosts in her house because she caught it on the SLS camera. And that's what I was talking about. You can't be irresponsible like that because the clients are the ones that end up suffering at the end of the day. And the rest of us who actually do the work and put the effort in, we're the ones that are, that people look at you and go, well, we don't take your science seriously because of these people yeah yeah i mean when a client calls you man they're already afraid and then you know you go into a location and and with a an sls system that's really what they're doing with it is not how it's supposed to be used uh and getting false positives on it and telling somebody they have 17 ghosts in their house now they're totally freaked out man you know they're like oh my god i have 17 what are we going to do we're going to sell you know you're creating this psychosis that now they're they're in total freakout mode, you know. It, it's insane. Why would you do that? You're there to try to help you've them. Said, I mean, you've said calm it a thousand down, times, John. you know. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. You said it a thousand times, um, and I'm getting a delay, so I apologize if I talk. Over That's okay. Getting a delay. I must be Podbean. Um, 
you said it a thousand times, you know, you can't go in and tell the client something that's not there. Yeah. I mean, you got to have a hundred percent proof that there's something going on video, audio, something, you know what I mean? You can't just go in there because you mapped out 17 false positives on an SLS and talk about it. They're ghosts. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you do this shit? How, I don't understand how people do this shit. And, and it, it blows my mind. It really does. And I'm just like, holy shit, this is crazy. Uh, I did an interview with the, the news in Harrisburg, and they were showing me um, a video of some paranormal group that was doing an exorcism on one of their members in a public establishment. Like, dude, it, <laughs> I'm watching it. And she goes, what do you think of this? I'm like, well, uh, I think they're a bunch of frauds. Like, that's totally fraudulent. Like, it's crazy. There's nothing supernatural going on. You know what I mean? There's just a, a chick yelling a whole lot of profanities, and they're throwing holy water on her and holding her down, and nothing supernatural going on. Just her acting like a goddamn idiot. Well, you and I coined the term parafraud. That's exactly what they are. Yeah, and they're, the bad part is is they're going around to all these places and, and public establishments and spewing this garbage that we're paranormal investigators. We get rid of ghosts and demons and, you know, goblins and who knows, man, crabs. Who knows? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're getting rid of crabs, too. I don't know. God, man, it's ridiculous, dude. It's so movie-fied now. People just care about one thing only, man. I was telling my friend Autumn this tonight because um, she was real curious about everything. And, and I was telling her, listen, um, they care about one thing and one thing only, their status as a celebrity. I mean, yeah. you and I both have experiences firsthand and uh, myself more, more so recently with uh, the whole fake doll incident, you know, and the fake um, uh, objects, the haunted objects, you know, you and I talked about haunted objects. I have gotten no proof. And we hit our year anniversary today for our group. Um, That's awesome. So, Congratulations, man. Thanks. I appreciate that. And in that year that we've been investigating, and you know, we went on some, a lot of investigations, sometimes two, three investigations a month. I have never seen any irrefutable evidence to lead me to believe that dolls can be haunted or objects can be haunted. Nothing. Yeah. Like like a, a possessed doll or something is something, you know, maybe a doll moved. Well, you know, entities can move things. That's not saying that the doll is, is possessed. I mean, whatever's in the house might be moving the doll or moving, you know, moving a chair or whatever. They don't mean the chair is possessed because the chair moved. You know what I mean? Well, you've been doing this 20 years. I mean, have you seen anything? No, never. You've never. And, and it, you've gotten some really good proof of, of and really great evidence, too. So, and, and some of the, a lot of the stuff that you showed me, and of course, I, I'm, I'm biased on this because you and I talked about this already, but I mean, I already know the answer to this, but maybe our audience doesn't. Um, but in your 20 years and through your experience, and have you ever gotten any evidence that would lead you to believe that items can be haunted? No. Yeah. Nope. See? No. I mean, I think people are haunted. Like, I think mm -hmm. that there are these things that attach with people um, that, you know, that this poltergeist kind of activity, like Dr. Taff has said over the years. And I think they produce the activity a lot. And um, he, he's definitely right on the money with that because there, in a lot of cases that I went back through and, and looked and 
it was evolved around an individual and not so much the house. You know what I mean? It was a, right. evolving around an individual. So, I mean, that tells you a lot right there that is it this person that's throwing off the activity or is it something following this person? I, I don't, I really don't know. It's, it's, it's fascinating as hell though. One thing that I've, um, and I've been going over a lot of my notes lately from past, uh, um, um, from past investigations. And one thing that I've noticed, and, and again, um, we're kind of going off on a tangent here, which is fine. I guess you're kind of open this up as a discussion topic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. But, but one thing, well, yeah. One thing that I, that I noticed, um, about this whole situation. And, and I think you've, you've even said this a few times is that if something bad is happening and just like Dr. Taft said, there's usually some type of mental illness involved in it. And it has been 99.99999% of the time that that has happened. Yeah. Yep. Uh, every case that I ever, was ever involved with that was supposedly uh, a possession or something, it was 100% they had psychological problems. Uh, it was not anything supernatural going on. And uh, the one, I think one of the cases actually made it to, uh, what's that, paranormal state? But Jason and Jason and uh, the ghost hunters actually, had, I believe, talked with this girl, and he said the same exact thing that I said that it was uh, she had some psychological issues. I think I was like one of the first people to, to talk to this girl, and uh, she was she was not possessed. She had definitely had a lot of psychological issues. I mean, it, it was insane some of the stuff she did, but it wasn't nothing paranormal. It was what? just her acting like a, a nut. You know what I mean? Like she had she had problems. And the parents kind of kind of fed into it, you know what I mean? They were feeding into it, pumping it up, pumping it up, pumping it up, and it made it worse, you know? Yeah, your surroundings definitely dictate, uh, you know, um, you, I think you told me on one of your investigations you had that happen too. The the people just kept like egging, egging the other people on, you know, yes, you're haunted, you, you, you know, we got to get you help, you know, we got to get a demonologist in here, we got to get an exorcism in here. And, and the people that you put around you, can often also, um, according to Dr. Taff, also manifest uh, or help you manifest, you know, that type of uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I did it to a couple of my members just to see how they would react. Um, I acted like that there was something bad in the house. I just wanted to see their reaction because they were totally into this, like what the client was telling them, that there was a negative entity, there was something bad in the house. And you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to see if they really fall into this, this whole thing where you can create your own kind of psychosis, you know. So I was like, oh, yeah, there's something definitely negative here. I can feel it. I, I didn't feel a goddamn thing, man. But I was just making it up to see how they would react. And uh, sure enough, you know, they acted like asses. I felt like I was in a, in a, in a damn uh, episode of Ghost Adventures with Zach and, and Aaron. You know, I'm like, this is uh, this is ridiculous. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself the whole time and they're. They're over there breathing heavy and doing all kinds of ridiculous stuff, you know, and I'm just like, I, I'm totally inside. I'm dying. You know, I'm laughing inside because I'm like, you're falling right into this whole thing of you're creating your own psychosis of what's going on, and there's nothing really going on. You know what I mean? It's There was nothing going on. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any I've, sense. Yeah, I've gotten to the point now where um, I've put a lot of that, type of stuff. Um, and I'll, I'll phone interview clients. For example, right now, 
a buddy of mine um, from After Dark Investigations down in Florida still has ties up here in Pennsylvania into Gettysburg, Reading, and, and Philadelphia area. So he sends me this one case, and this is right before Christmas, and she, he says this lady uh, had, thinks that her little girl's being possessed and thinks that there, there's a demon in the house and there's demonic activity and so on and so forth. So I call, the, I call this lady up. I talk, well, first off, she got misconstrued on when our appointment was. She thought we were doing it on video, and we weren't. We were doing it on audio. I told her I would call her, and I gave her my phone number. So that was red flag number one. Um, red flag number two is when I called her, and she's like, no, I got Lorraine Warren's sister coming up to do the investigation. She's going to do the investigation for us. We don't need nobody else. Wow, so that's that makes it all better. Flag. Yeah, right, exactly. And that was red flag number two. So I, I was like, all right, well, best of luck to you. I hope you, you know, get closure on what you need. I hung up the phone. Red flag number three was 20 minutes later. She's like, well, maybe I need to get you guys up here. Maybe they're just not, maybe that's the wrong, I'm barking up the wrong tree with the, the, the Warrens and, and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I never answered her back. I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, that's that's going to that's gonna solve the whole situation. Is, uh, a relative of the Warrens is going to help, right? I mean, come on, you know. The whole, the whole demonic thing is is blown way out of proportion anymore. It's, it's ridiculous. I I hate even saying the D word anymore. What do I do? It's like, like God damn, what the hell, man? Everybody's like profiting off of this demonic crap. You know, every show that's on TV has got something to do with demons and you know demonic things, possession. It sells like hotcakes, you know. So it's, speaking it, of which, um, Jessica just sent me a picture of our friends over at Claps. And, okay. and, and again, I, I probably shouldn't have said their name, but I don't care. Um, you know, and not to tap dance around this subject, but one of the things that I said today is I told everybody in that chat and believe it or not, a lot of people agree with me. I told them that, you know, it's not only my responsibility to call people out, it's your responsibility to call the pair of frauds out too, because at the end of the day, they are the ones that are ruining our reputation in this industry. Okay. So oh, yeah. fast, fast forward to this, this is case in point right now. They have a picture of a doll, all right, a doll, and beside this doll, they have a cross, and their caption is, meet the newest honorary member of our team, Anna. Anna is a friendly child spirit that is attached to her toy doll. When she was alive, now she is within her doll. She enjoys meeting new friends and likes to talk to people. Really? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, Are you Lord really kidding? I mean, this, seriously, this is the people that tick me off, John. Oh, yeah, me too. It's ridiculous. How the That's hell ridiculous. is anybody ever going to take this industry serious with that? Yeah. Welcome. Get the newest member, a doll. It doesn't speak, doesn't do anything. It's totally an inanimate object, you know. It's the TV bullshit. You know what I mean? It's it's the whole damn thing with like uh, the Warrens with the doll, the uh, the Raggedy Ann doll, and you know it's all started from there. Now everybody wants a haunted doll in their house, and they're buying them off of uh, what's it like Amazon and eBay and all that shit like that. <laughs> yeah, they we're buying Divic boxes. We're in the wrong <laughs> business, man. We need to start making our own Divic boxes and making our own dolls, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can, you know, I can open one up and maybe, you know, pass some gas in it and close it back up. That way it'll get a foul smell. It might be demonic when they open it. <laughs> now, we'll I'll, be with some wax. With I'll be honest with you. At first, because I didn't do my proper research on the divot boxes, I thought that the divot boxes were, were really scary shit. And then um, um, when I had, you know, done my research on them, I ended up finding out how much bullshit they are. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're gonna you're gonna trap a spirit in a box. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know how they work. You know what I mean? Even, they can pass through walls and everything else, but a dibic box is gonna stop them. Yeah, Come no, on, right. Man. You yeah. put a couple yeah. little symbols on a box and put some wax on it. And they can't get out. <laughs> yeah, now they're stuck in there. Ghost. This is Ghostbuster style with the uh, you know the, the ghost <laughs> traps and shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's insane, man. I, you know, the more you tell you, man, you can't make this shit up. You know, you can't make it up. And, and there's so many groups out there that are following this protocol and, and ensuing total fright in people. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. It, they, they, have, they actually have clients that are probably so scared to death. You know what I mean? They, they're probably ready to move out of their goddamn house. You know? Right. My SLS, the SLS captured like. Ten ghosts in here. You got ten ghosts in here. Did you know that? Two of them are demonic. <laughs> and it could have been, you know, Leroy over there cutting a fart or something in a stump, you know? <laughs> there's, a, there's a foul smell in here. Well, Leroy's over there. Damn, that was pretty hot. That was <laughs> It's like it smells like sulfur. I think I had eggs for breakfast, you know? <laughs> It smells like egg salad over here. <laughs> Uh, and that's why I try to. I wanted to bring the podcast back because uh, I know you're doing the same thing, and I want to talk about real paranormal investigations and not a whole lot of TV shit because that's what it is. It's it's and paranormal yes. stuff has turned to shit. Yeah, I agree it's, with it's you, man. Insane. It is. It's completely insane, and uh, like, uh, say for some ungodly reason say for example if that thing would happen to be possessed again we haven't had any evidence that such a thing exists but maybe a fluke of of a freak of nature happened and that that doll happens to be something in it and now they're carrying this doll around talking to people you know yeah so where's the irresponsibility in that so if you think that this entity really is attached to this doll and you're carrying it around you're putting your clients in danger and you're putting other people in danger. You see the irresponsibility behind that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like now, now you're, you're referring back to when, when you was a kid talking, you had your own little play doll. You're carrying it around. and This seems kind of goofy to me. Totally goofy. You're just like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It's the newest member, a doll. Really? And then an object that can't speak, it can't do anything. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me, man! It, it, you can't make this shit up. It's insane. You it know, it's just can. like it's. And there's so many paranormal groups out there. They're doing the same dumb stuff. You know what I mean? It's just like I feel sorry for their clients. I really, really do because they're not taking the logical. Uh, stance to what's really going on in the house. You know what I mean? Uh, just like the lady I had on here a couple of weeks ago, Kim, she was totally freaked out from watching the shows and all that shit. And, you know, once I sat down and talked to her, I was like, look, nothing bad has happened to you. Uh, you know, you're experiencing 
phenomenal for sure. I mean, we heard disembodied voices right when we were talking to her. Mm-hmm. And I said, You're we're hearing these things. I said, But nothing's bad has happened to you. We're hearing bangs and stuff like that. And uh, I said, You've been living with it your whole life, basically. You know what I mean? I mean, she's been living with it her whole life. And I said, Look, it's nothing bad. If it was, you would have already been experiencing something bad by now. And uh, it totally eased her mind. And now right. she's like, she laughs at she laughs at the stuff that happens and, and she's learned to live with it. You know what I mean? Because there's no guarantees you're gonna get rid of this shit. You know, you see these people talking about they're gonna get rid of demons and these ghosts in the house with sage and, and holy water and stuff. Dude, it doesn't work. It does not work. I've been a part of it. It does not work. It can yeah. make things worse. You know what I mean? It can make things a hell of a lot worse in the house. And and, and in some cases that I was on, it did make it worse. Right. You know, and that's what the last thing you want to do is make something worse for your client. And that's true. And uh, I, I remember um, I had to reel in one of my guys on uh, a client that you and I share uh, that you introduced me to. Um, I had to reel one of my guys in when they were brand new to the team. You know, it goes along the same lines as what you were talking about with the the irresponsibility of the folks looking at this, you know, the pair of celebrities and going, that's how it should be. And he talked straight to the client, told him, you know, you have demons. And it's like, no, you can't tell the client they have demons. We don't have any proof they have demons. You know, there's no demons that exist as far as I can tell. I've never experienced any of it. And you've been doing this for 20 years and you haven't experienced demons, so to speak. So you can't tell the client that because that's irresponsible. And now you've told the client this and they're going to go to bed in the same house that night. And I also tell my guys this, remember, you don't have to sleep in this house after we leave here. So what you dredge up, they have to deal with 24-7. We don't. So that's the responsibility we have as para-investigators invest, uh, para to our clients. Yeah. Once we leave, you know, they're, they're in the house by themselves now. Now, you done told them there's demons in the house. Now what kind of shit is going through their head? You know, what, what's going to happen to us tonight? They're gone. They're not here. They're not here to help us. You know what I mean? Like, and unfortunately, probably 85% of the paranormal groups that are out here are like, just like that, telling people that there's demons in the house. They're going to get rid of them. Everything's going to be kosher. Everything's going to be good. And it's not true. You know what I mean? It's totally not true. And it's, it's irresponsible, you know, as an investigator to do that kind of stuff. Hey, Layla, how are you doing? Um, that's my friend. And oh, hey, hey, Layla. Pam's, Pam's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I just, you know, I was watching it and I'm just like, this is, you know, I'm watching this, this Lizzie Borden thing and I'm like, they're doing a seance and they're, they're automatic writing and, Oh, dude, it was just, it was a total shit show. And, you know, and these people are on TV. I'm like, this is insane. This is totally insane. You know, I wouldn't care if they came on here. I would I would smash them on here just like I'm smashing them now because they're, I think they're a bunch of bullshit. You know, they, they give yeah, people I, like us a bad name, man. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, just like, like we were talking about earlier, um, and I try to tell my guys this as, as well, when we're going into these investigations, anything can happen. Um, you can get touched. You can get pushed. You may get scratched. You may not get scratched. I haven't never experienced that. You may see things that you can't explain, but until you're able to explain them, 
that's where they remain in that category as unexplained, you know, as paranormal. That's basically what paranormal means um, or a derivative of it. Anyhow, um, more paranormal has been associated with ghosts and things that go bump in the night. Um, but you have that responsibility because if you go in there and tell them that you have demons and we go to bed that night in our own home and they go back to bed there, you never know what that 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 has them perceiving now that they're living with bad entities in their house or a bad demon in their house and it'll make them do crazy stuff. You know, even though they might not want to do it, they already have this mentality that they're fighting something that really doesn't exist. And it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're going to be hearing all kinds of shit. That's really not really happening. You know what I mean? Like every little Creek, they're going to be, what was that? Every little house said, what was that? That was a ghost. You know, it's, you don't you don't spook them now. You know you don't put this false positive in their head that their house is haunted by demons and and you know what you and I both know it, man. You can sit in in a house all night. You watch these shows. They they got mad activity all night long. All night shit happening, jumping off. Yeah, man. I've sat in the house all night, and not heard a goddamn peep. Not you could have heard a mouse pissing on cotton. You know what I mean? Mm. Like <laughs> it was that quiet. And I'm like, dude, we didn't get anything. But then when you go home and you start listening to your audio and stuff, you know, your static recorders that you've had out, hey, we did, we did catch something. We didn't know we caught it, but, damn, we caught it. You know, you can't believe it. But, hey, we got it. You didn't hear it, but it was there. We heard it. We got, right. we captured it. But, I mean, I've been several nights of sitting places and, you know, and didn't hear a damn thing all night long. And it was, I was, man, I probably was snoring my ass off at one point, you know, when, <laughs> it, it's quite, there's nothing going on, man. It's hard to stay awake, dude. You know, it's you got to get up and move around. And if you're sitting down, you're going to be closing your eyes at one point in the night. You know what I mean? That's going to happen. I was telling my friend Layla in chat here, uh, we were talking about this today. I was like, I was telling her, I said, we do these investigations sometimes 10, 10, 15 hours at a time. And you go for hours and nothing happens. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 you got stuff that's happening. Walls are banging. and you're hearing voices in your ear and, you know, uh, stuff moving around and so on and so forth. But there may be times you go in there and you're there all night and you don't catch nothing. That's just the nature yeah. of the beast. Yeah, man. It's like fishing, man. You throw out the bait and you hope the fish bites the shit. If you don't bite it, then, hey, you don't went all day without fishing when I catch a fish, you know? That's true. Sometimes they bite, sometimes they don't. You know, it, you get lucky when you get into a place like you have your uh, this haunted church. You guys, you know, all the activity you've been telling me about sounds freaking phenomenal. Um, and we've been doing a, a case of Marietta is, is the same way, man. We've been hearing like disembodied voices, uh, intelligently responding to questions and shit that we've been answering, answering, asking it. And uh, you don't get that in a whole lot of places, man. You know, and to have a, a house where you're you're getting that much stuff happening. Dude, you never want to leave it. You want to stay there. You want to keep investigating as long as you can, you know? Yep. I want to get into Landon House with you. you got to get us into Landon House. You've told me so many stories about that house. I want to get in there with you. I don't care if it's just you and I. Oh, man, Landon House is incredible. I, dude, I'm still trying to get in touch with this guy, but he never returns a call. He never returns an email. Uh, Pam actually has been to uh, Landon House with me in a uh, minute. She can tell you firsthand, too. That place is freaking awesome, man. The, the stuff you experienced there is incredible. Hey, Deb. Go Chiefs. Yeah, thank God the Chiefs beat the Steelers. <laughs> I hate the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, they get I was like, come on, Chiefs. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, Pam I mean, thinks she remembers the Landon House. We should actually Pam's there a bunch of times with me at the Landon House. Um, place was incredible, man. Yeah, so I want to get in there. I would love. I would kill to get in there with you. No pun intended, dude. I'm telling you, man. The, the Whistler. I call him the Whistler, dude. He was awesome, man. He freaking loved that tune, man. It's the only one he would he whistle. But he so tell us that again. There's a there's a couple new folks in here. I want them to hear this story. So uh, Landon House is a um, silk mill. It was originally a silk mill on the uh, the Rappahannock River in Virginia, and uh, it got disassembled and moved to uh, Point of Rocks to Urbana, and then reassembled. And actually, made it bigger at one point or at one point or another, and uh, it was like a military academy. It was a, a school for girls. It was a lot of things in history, um, and it was actually a staging point for the uh, Battle of Antietam. The uh, Confederates stayed there the uh, night before and the week before the Battle of Antietam, and uh, so I always used to have this thing. I knew the, the Confederates had stayed there. Actually, Jeb Stewart stayed in the Landon House, which you know he's one of the most famous generals in the Civil War, the Confederate generals, anyway. Um, and um, I used to whistle Dixie in there all the time to see if I could get a response, you know, back. There were Confederates here. They wrote on the walls in the, in the Landon House. They're still there to this day. And uh, one night, man, I whistled Dixie, and we heard a whistle response back, but it wasn't Dixie. It was it was some other whistle, and uh, it was a tune, but we couldn't really make it out because it was at the other end of the uh, the mansion. And uh, I was like, man, I got a reporter down that way. I said, I can't wait to go home and listen to that because I know for sure I caught it. And uh, when I got home, I started listening to it. And sure enough, I caught it. And uh, it was so clear. And uh, I was like, man, when we go back, I'm going to whistle this tune. I hope I hope this thing whistles it back. And uh, sure enough, man, it was maybe the first hour I was in there, I whistled that tune, and it whistled it back. And, and your immediate thought is, was it, uh, was it an echo through the mansion? Because the mansion was really big. He didn't have a whole lot of furniture in there, so you automatically you're thinking, man, maybe that was a, a, an echo, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm like, uh, let me let me whistle a bunch of different tunes. So I whistled man, a whole bunch of different tunes and uh, Swanee River, kind of old songs, you know, and nothing, not 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 one response, man. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to whistle that tune again. I whistled that tune again, and uh, it whistled it right back. And uh, I was like, well, and this time it did it in the room right adjacent to that room, right next door. I'm like, whoa, what's in the next room? So I started whistling it, whistling it, no responses. After about a half hour, I went by and whistled again. This time it responded on the floor below. I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing, man. And I had multiple witnesses that, that heard it. There was like five people there that heard, heard this whistling coming back, and they were all blown away. They were like, that's amazing. And we searched the house, made sure no one was in the house. There was no one in there. And I used to lock it when we came in. It was so no one could come off the street and come in. But it was always locked. And uh, man, it, it was incredible. And it happened in a bunch of different investigations with a lot of people there. It actually happened with Dustin Perry there. We had Dustin Perry there from Ghost Hunters. And uh, it happened when he was there too. So, and he was like, that wasn't, none, that wasn't nobody in here, was it? I was like, God, dude, that's, that's the only tune that thing likes to whistle was that one. And it's kind of like um, I can. I'll try to whistle. It's like that's that's the whistle. That's the whistle we heard. That's the tune. It loves that freaking tune. 
It must have been some kind of song back in the you know the 1800s or something. Uh, what it is, I don't know. But tell me, man, that place, paranormal activity through the roof, most haunted place I've ever investigated. Always had activity there. Never, not one time did I go there and not have anything happen. It would be phenomenal to go to something like that. I mean, you and I investigated together plenty of times. And um, I think uh, you got me talked into going to Fort Mifflin with you. So I, I'm going to go to Fort Mifflin with you because you told me some stories about that. And ho and uh, hopefully I experience some of the same stuff that you have experienced, you know. Yeah, write that on your calendar, uh, November 4th. That's when we're going. I got it. Uh, they just called me uh, yesterday and scheduled it. So November 4th. From 5 to 10 a.m. the next day, we got the fort. The whole fort's ours, man. Hopefully, we hear the screaming lady. I've heard the screaming lady like three times, man, since I've been there four times. I've heard her three out of the four times I've been there. And uh, one time I recorded it, and uh, it was freaking loud, man. Last time I was there, we heard it really loud. We were in the middle of the commandment's house when I did the show last week on and on uh, Fort Mifflin. I played that clip and uh, dude, it was it was loud. It was really loud. Um, yeah, I remember that. I want to hear her scream when I'm there. I'm gonna be mad if she doesn't scream. Yeah, man. I, I'm telling you, we're gonna go into casemates. I like the casemates there. Uh, the the gunpowder casemate is where I experience her the most. And that's where uh, one of my guys got touched, right? He got, he felt something touch his hand. But before something touches his hand, you hear a female say, I'm touching your hand. Uh, I got to find that clip, but I have it on the, on the recording. And, dude, he's like, dude, something's touching my hand, dude. And But right before that, you hear a woman say, I'm touching your hand. Like, And he's, you know, he didn't hear it at the time, but the recorder called it. And it, it's super cool, man. That place is freaking awesome. Um, Pam said, "Take me with you. <laughs> we're uh, we're 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 booking up quick. Um, I don't know how many people you got going, Sarge. Um, just probably just be myself and maybe Ghost Bait. You know, I got to bring Ghost Bait. Yeah, bring him. He's like a ghost magnet. Yeah, we got to bring the uh, barf bag though. <laughs> Jared <laughs> likes throwing up." <laughs> <laughs> He'll never live that one down. That was funny. I'm going to make a bag and put on a ghost bait. <laughs> <laughs> He'd carry it too, don't him. I ain't talked to him in a while. How's he been, man? Good, good. The whole team's been asking about you. Yeah, man. It's, it's been busy, man. It's been totally busy work and uh, doing investigations. And I got the, the new guys and trying to bring them along. And, uh, but, uh, Depend on how many people you need uh, that you got want to go, Pam. Uh, I got to have a minimum of 10. Uh, I'm filling up pretty quick. So uh, just let me know how many people you think you might want to bring. But um, I got about, I think I may have two spots left. I'm not sure. Um, now, John? I got uh, six people now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I just got a new guy uh, tonight, actually. He's guy named Steve. He's uh, been in like SWAT and everything uh, with the police department in South Carolina. He's actually got his own little uh, paranormal ghost stories. He's told me about some of the stuff he's experienced in South Carolina, which was uh, pretty cool. Uh, you know, South Carolina is pretty old with slavery and all that stuff. So, 
His uh, last name's not Gonzalez, is it? <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's not Gonzalez. Gonzalez. I like to have a name is. Yeah, I like to have a plug like that to get me in all these haunted places, but uh damn. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Shit, it's hard, man, getting like getting in some of these places. Um but Fort Mifflin, man, I, I don't mind paying to go there because you're you're paying for the preservation of the place too, and they do keep it uh pretty well preserved. Um and and ninety bucks a person's not really bad. Um considering yeah, you, you get the fort all to yourself. All we get it all night long and it's not like it's uh like here's what I have a problem with, and I thought that was the way with Fort Mifflin until you explained to me that it's not that way. Um, most of these places, like for example, for example, Eastern State Penn or that one Eastern Sane Asylum, whatever is up in Philadelphia area, um, you pay and they push you around everywhere, and you don't really get a chance to investigate. I'm like, I'm not paying two hundred dollars for that. Yeah, yeah, like Fort Mifflin, they have a guy. They actually have a guy. Um, he's in the beginning. He basically tells you. Takes you around the fort, shows you all the forts, the case made, tells you about the stories of the, the hauntings in uh, in Fort Mifflin. And if you want to go through that tour, you can. I don't. I've been through it already when I first went there, and I don't. I don't need to go. I usually just wander around the fort. But uh, he'll give you the haunts of the place and tell you the stories and stuff that has happened. And, but after that, man, the fort's yours all night. They don't bother you. They just come around. Everything okay? I mean, you got a bathroom in there. You, everything's everything's cool, man. It's, it's a great place. It's yours, man. The whole fort. You need to come to the church with us, man. One night, I want to get you to to go to the church with us one night. Yeah, I definitely got to get out there, man. This place sounds freaking awesome. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I, on that, man, that, that that video you got of that freaking light anomaly hitting that REM pod is freaking amazing. I, I've still never seen anything like that. You know nothing where it just leaves a residual light energy after that you know that's that's nothing had a lot of energy to it to, to leave a, a residual kind of light there for like three four seconds afterwards man that was crazy yeah we still haven't come up with any classification to put that in yet i slowed it down and i looked at it frame by frame and it almost looks like a portal opens up so it's the only thing i can explain it like as a portal opens up and whatever shoots out of it shoots out of it directly from the middle it almost reminds me of an energy weapon. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, man. It definitely produces a, a good bit of electricity because, it's, like I said, that freaking beam of light like stays there for at least, like, seems like four or five seconds afterwards, man. That's that's crazy. Well, not only that, it knocked the rent pod straight over. It twisted it. It actually moved like six inches from the original spot it was at. Yeah, and there's, like, no explanation for that because you can stand those REM pods up and they don't fall over unless you, you kick it over. You know what I mean? Right. Which I, I can't explain that. I watched that video a, a dozen times and I, I, I can't explain it. And, and that's the thing with us. Like we're, we're having this kind of stuff happening and you don't even see this kind of shit on TV. You know what I mean? You don't see this on TV. Right. But have you ever seen anything like that on TV? I haven't seen anything like that. Nothing. And I sent yeah. this out to all the big-time um, paranormal people. The only one that ever got back to me was Nick Groff, and I haven't heard nothing since. Of course, I haven't ever followed back up with him. I should have followed back up with him, but that was my 
my fault for not doing it. But I send that video out to everybody. Nobody got back to us. Nobody. Well, you know why? Because it's not for their own personal gain. You right. know, if it was some kind of personal gain behind it, they'd be all over that shit. You know, like yep. if you open that place up to a couple of celebrities to go in there and investigate, they'd be your best friend. You know, sure. oh, man, this guy's our best friend now. We got a place to investigate whenever we want. You know, that's how it works, man. Yeah, that's yeah. totally how it works, which which kind of sucks. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got to be in that little circle of uh, paracelebrity bullshit you know what i mean like when you're in the circle of that you're in that shit to the day you die i guess you know or well, to tell you the truth i don't even want to i i could care less and, and again this is a conversation you and i had personally but i could care less about being paris celeb you know if it happens it happens great you know it'll give us a little bit more clout in the community but i don't do that for the you know for the celebrity status i do it because i want answers you know, i'm looking for answers on certain questions you know yeah i don't do it for that either i do it for my clients I, you know i do this for to get an answer try to help them and you know i have clients that i've had for 15 years and i still investigate their house and they haven't moved and you know they're really good friends they're like family to me and uh that, i think that's the most important part is you know treating your your clients like family because it's true you know, you want them to trust you. If they don't trust you, then what do you really have? You know what I mean? You don't. You don't have much. You, you got to. You put one investigation under your belt with them, and you, you probably, you know, will scare the shit out of them if you tell them their house is haunted, and then you're not there for them the rest of the time. Yeah, we investigated your house one time. We got something. Yeah, you got something going on, and then see you. You know, that's yeah, we got an episode for our television show, and that's yeah. the difference between them and us. And, uh, you know, I use the word them as, as, uh, um, for the, in, in regards to the paracelebs, um, we develop relationships with our clients. We care about our clients. You know, we want to, um, we, we genuinely have, a, you know, a, a feeling, uh, to build a relationship with our clients, whereas they're just a one and done. And maybe two, if, if the clients are lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I, like I said, I have clients that I've had for, 15 plus years, you know what I mean? Like, I still talk to them all the time. They still text me. They still email me. Uh, hey, I got this going on. I got this going on. When when you want to come, you know, come back? I'm like, yeah, I'll come back whenever you want me to come back, you know? So, that, and I think it's good to have that kind of relationship with them. It really is. But they I trust you that. now. I learned that from you, so thank you about that. Oh, no problem, man. I, I You know, I try to help as many people as I can that want to learn how to do this stuff. Uh, you know, and I, dude, I was totally, like I said, I was totally guilty of being like the TV bullshit when I first started because I didn't know any better. You know what I mean? I was, there was no kind of set standard. You were just watching something on TV and you're like, oh man, this is the way it's supposed to be. But then once you start investigating and you're like, well, this ain't really how it's supposed to be. We shouldn't be doing it like this because it's not right. You know, we're, we're doing one investigation and then peeling out and, and we're really not giving them an answer. You know, we're just investigating. Hey, yeah, your house is haunted. See ya. We're not coming up with, uh, you know, what's going on. You know, is there something, you know, what's been going on with you your whole life? Is Have you been experiencing stuff your whole life everywhere you went? Is this the first house you moved into, you know, and you've been experiencing paranormal activity? Some people, it's just a house. It's a location. But a lot of times it's an individual, you know, that, and that's 
Dr. Taft was 100% right, right about that, man. He was not wrong about that. I go back to all the cases. Are we getting him on your show soon? Yeah, I've been uh, I've been contacting him. He's doing a lot better since you know we helped him raise money to uh, get back on his feet. So um, he's doing a hell of a lot better. He actually raised a lot of money. I was surprised he raised over twelve thousand um, dollars. It really helped him out because he was in a bad spot. So um, yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I'll text him this week actually and see if um, he's available to come on. That'd be great. Yeah, you definitely spearheaded that. You knocked that out of the park, man. I'm glad I could help with that. Yeah, man, it was it was a great help that you jumped in there and uh, and turned him one of some of your a lot of your people and you know a lot of people that I knew and he he raised a lot of money. I was happy that we could help him because you know yeah I would want somebody to help me if I was in trouble like that myself you know and he's an old guy so you know they don't they don't look out for our elderly and our vets in this country so you know yeah somebody's got to do it you know somebody's got to do it. So, what do you think, man? Haunted dolls? You like them? You want one? No. <laughs> I, got a, I got a video of a haunted doll. <laughs> I was wearing a special hat for that event, though, too. Oh, yeah. I remember that on TikTok. <laughs> you had that Hershey's kiss on your head. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, man, get to, get to watching some of these shows, man. You will, It's going to blow your mind. The more I watch them, I watched the one with the demon in the White House, too. Oh, my God, dude, it's so stupid. I mean, the, the, the White House is haunted, without a doubt. It's old as I don't know what, you know. It's super old. So, yeah, of course there's going to be. I mean, even the, the uh, George Bush's daughters uh, had admitted that they experienced a lot of paranormal stuff in there. So, I mean, the place is freaking old, of course. There's so much history in it. It's going to have activity, you know? Yeah, for sure. And listen, on, on, since we're talking about haunted dolls again and, and our buddies over there, you know who. Um, yeah, I ain't going to give like, them any clout. Yeah. Um, th- their name sounds like a venereal disease anyhow. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong. I shouldn't say that. That's that's mean. I, I don't want that to come back <laughs> I apologize for that. But listen, there is no such thing. There's no way. All right. You're you're not going to be able to convince me that anything attaches itself to a freaking doll. Now, listen, yeah. if I was a spirit, okay, I'm just talking from me. If I wanted to come in and I could go to haunt somebody or I could move freely among the living and the dead, I sure to hell wouldn't attach myself to a damn doll. No. I'm I'm going to a goddamn Playboy Bunny's house or something. I'm checking that out at night. Hey, <laughs> everybody, goddamn doll, doll baby. Yeah. Shit, I tell you, man, that that just it doesn't make any sense to me. You, you, the more you think about it, the more you're like, wow, dude, these people are are paranormal investigators. I, I'm not going to say they are because they're not. Totally not. If I was a ghost, I would be on the goal line of every Kansas City Chief game watching that shit every year. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like uh, the the certification, the certification stuff. You know what I mean? Who in the hell can certify you being a paranormal investigator? You know what I mean? It doesn't even make any sense. Like I said, we in the wrong industry, man. We should be certifying people. 
I'm telling you, man. Yeah, come in here. You you believe in negotiate, you're certified. Get over here. Yeah. Have yourself a have yourself a I'll say I was watching a thing with um I think his name's David Spira. He's the he married the daughter of Ed and Lorraine Warren. And he was talking about haunted dolls. And he was talking about the Annabelle doll. And uh, he's like, you don't ever want to mess with this doll because you could die six months later. Well, hey, bro, you can die fucking two days later. (laughs) The day day and age we live in, man, you can get freaking corona like tomorrow or something or pneumonia and die. You know what I mean? You can't blame that on a doll because you got a disease. Yeah, you might get the, the Zipatron fucking COVID or whatever it's called these <laughs> days. <laughs> like, man, he, the guy talked to the doll and six months later he was dead. Well, you ever think he had a goddamn disease like cancer or, you know what I mean? Like, you're blaming it on so a doll funny. killing the guy. Holy that's, shit. That's so fucking true. Yeah, it's nuts. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it could be I want to talk about now. the certification. We got to talk about the certification, dude. Come on. Let me tell yeah. you something. There ain't nobody out there, and, and especially, um, it wasn't even he, somehow, some way. He says that it's uh, university cr- accredited. I have not been able to find any university that has any scientific accreditation for the paranormal. Well, the last one was uh, UCLA with Dr. Taff, and they were parapsychologists. Yep, they had a degree. That's- yeah, they had a degree. These these people don't have any goddamn degree. You're certifying people? I, and I asked him about that, and I was like, who is this person? You know what I mean? He's told me. I was like, dude, he has no qualifications to give you a certification in anything paranormal. That's not even considered a science. It's a pseudoscience. You know what I mean? It's not even a real science. <laughs> so he's getting a certification. You can wipe your ass with that. Checkbox and give you the Dakota ring and <laughs> you call yourself a fucking paranormal. <laughs> yeah. I could I could wipe my ass with that certification. You know what I mean? That's not worth a whole good a whole bucket of nothing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm, I'm certified. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look up the ghost hunters and say I'm certified. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> man, they'll laugh at his ass. They'll be like, "What in the hell, dude?" I'm, yeah. I'm like, "Come on, man. Get get you real, damn dude." Well. Listen, dude, you know damn well the dynamic duo got their got you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, you don't know what you heard about me, but you oh, know yeah. damn well those two got credited too. Don't 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 tell me they didn't. Good luck. Yeah, that's all I can say. Good luck. Better than me, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry, they got certified. <laughs> I do like I said I told you before, I do real paranormal investigations, not this TV bullshit that you see. You know, that's I do real ones, dude. Like, I have actual clients, real ones that I've had for years and years and years and years, you know. And, and they can they can validate everything that I've done, you know. And I've never done anything to put them in harm's way. Uh, things have happened, but uh, they were out of my control, you know what I mean? I, I explain people right away that I can't get rid of these things. If, if you're looking for somebody to get rid of them, you might want to call one of these TV idiots and – They'll come in here and throw some shit around in your house and make things worse or, you know, whatever. I mean, having you throw smoke around, sage and all this shit and think you're going to get rid of something that you can't see. You know what I mean? It's real simple. I got it right now. Late night infomercial. 
Want to be a paranormal investigator <laughs> for the low price of nine ninety five? We can certify you to be a paranormal investigator. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll give you a monthly uh, monthly membership. Four hundred hours a month. We'll give you a, a little piece of shit recorder. You know, one of those little ten dollar ones you buy at like Big Lots. Get one of them. <laughs> Get a free Dakota rig. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's it's. It's freaking hilarious. Uh, you know, I was sitting at, at home just today when you know, and uh, we had a snow day, and it was just sitting there. I'm like, I'm gonna come on tonight and do a show about this silly ass shit because, oh man, I usually don't cuss, but I had to make this show explicit because you know, oh Jesus Christ, man, it's you're watching these shows. I'm watching these shows, and I just want to reach through the freaking TV and choke the life out of them. I'm like, these guys are freaking idiots, man, total idiots. Yeah. It makes us look like shit. It really does, and, you know, because you, you you go to a place and the clients look at you and they watch them watch the episode of this silly shit, and they're like, "Oh man, this is ain't you gonna do a séance? Ain't doing a goddamn séance?" <laughs> you know I mean? Don't draw a little circle and summon a demon. <laughs> yeah, they're drawing circles with salt and shit, and people are like throwing salt around their beds and. Uh, yeah. One lady said, "Told uh, I knew this this person. I'm not going to mention her name, but uh, told the lady to put salt around their bed. And this lady went and bought like freaking forty pounds of salt and spread it around her bed so nothing would hurt her while she was in her bed. I'm like, good lord, I just uh, wasted I'm all not, that goddamn salt. I got cups of rum around my bed, but at the end of the, <laughs> it, it, every time I wake up in the morning, they're empty. I I, I can't figure it out." <laughs> Did the ghost drink this shit or not drink it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird, man? I had a I had a uh, lady that sold me in my house, and uh, she lived in Gettysburg, and she was telling me about this ghost that has followed followed her around and kind of like protects her daughter, and uh, it liked drinking alcohol. It's weird as shit. She said she would leave alcohol out. And and it would drink it. I'm like, you sure it ain't your daughter tapping into that? You know, <laughs> I'm like, daughter might be getting uh, that bottle, not the ghost. Yeah, I'm like, you sure your daughter ain't drinking this? He goes, there's no way, there's no way. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't, I've, I've never heard of that one before. Ghost drinking. Well, uh, in that case, I'm gonna find me somebody that wants to leave me some rum out. I hope you never haunt a house because that whole bottle of rum is gonna be gone. <laughs> They can blame it on the kids. kids Who the hell drinking all the goddamn rum, <laughs> Sarge? You can put you that shit on right through it. <laughs> There's no limitations with a lock and key anywhere. When you're dead, you just go anywhere you want. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, man, you can't make this stuff up with this paranormal junk, man. No, I agree with Dude, you. Dude, you go online and look at all the paranormal groups that are on like Facebook and YouTube and all the videos of nonsense. You know what I mean? You're like, and it's hard, especially bullshit. in a society like we have today, John. It's really hard to to discern which is which is fake and which is real. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have so many people faking shit now, and uh, it's just, man, if you got to fake this stuff, why are you doing it? You know what I mean? Why? Why are you? Why are you even involved in this shit? I agree. I mean, you're just wasting your time. Totally wasting your time. I mean, I understand now. This is a day and age where people are making a ton of money on like TikToks and uh, 
YouTube. I mean, there's some people making like a hundred thousand dollars a month on this shit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just to build content. And uh, I tell you, I, I give them props. They they're doing it. They're making a shit ton of money. That's but, true. Uh, unfortunately, we're trying to do it the right way, and uh, the right way is no money. <laughs> we don't get shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we might take some donations if somebody wanted to donate something to us, but uh, I would never ask for any money. Yeah, we did this for a whole year. We ain't got a dime. No, I've never gotten. I've I've never gotten a dime. I've never asked for it, and you know, I just don't think. Yeah, no, no, and some people are blown away. They're, how much do we? How much do we have to pay? I'm like. We don't, we don't charge. They're like, you don't charge anything? And, you know, like I said, I've been as far as North Carolina and uh, as far north as Ohio. And people are like, I can't believe you don't charge. I'm like, no, we don't charge. But uh, we do yeah. want to see some paranormal shit going on. <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, and I haven't true. been disappointed. So that's, that's a good thing. That's another thing. That, uh, one of the reasons or one of the ways that you could tell the frauds from the, from the, the real people is, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll promise you, they'll over-promise and under-deliver, number one. And number two, they'll try to charge you for services that should be free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. You shouldn't be charging anybody for this crap, man. Now, you know I, I mean? understand if you own a place, like you were talking about earlier, if you have a place and you designate it like a paranormal um, tourist spot, that you wouldn't. Okay, I understand that. Then that's a business. Whatever. Yeah, if you want to raise money to to help, you know, resurrect it and fix it, and yeah, I mean, yeah. I understand that completely. Yeah. You know, why not? If, if people can come in and and experience a paranormal event that they've never experienced before, and you know, and it, it's helping, you know, something historic in the process, why the hell not? You know what I mean? Right. It's not like you're 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 ask you know you're asking them for money, but you're also you're doing it for a cause. You know, so yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, I, I mean, I agree with it a hundred percent, but you know, some people are charging people to investigate their homes yeah, and get rid of and get rid of demons and shit. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we we charge for. Um, I've seen it too, man. I've seen it where the people have been uh, charging people to get rid of demonic things in their house. That's just that's crazy. That's I've taking advantage anything. of a of of somebody in distress, and it's not right. No, no, it's not. You know it, and I know it. And uh, thank God we're not like that. You know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people like that, but we're not like that. Yep. I would never do anything like that. It's I feel like an idiot. And before I met you, okay, because again, you steered me right in this direction. I was thinking that's how it was done. Yeah, I mean, I did learn that from Jason and uh, Ghost Hunters was not charging people and stuff like that. And uh, it's went a long way. I've met a lot of really good people. And um, he was right on that aspect of not charging people and growing a relationship with uh, with clients. And he was he was 100% right with that because it makes them feel safe. You're there. You're not there to hurt them. You're, you're there to try to help them. So that's that's a good thing. I agree with you. Well, man, that was a that was a quick hour, dude. God damn! I appreciate you having me on, man. It was this is a good episode. Hell yeah, man! I love talking about this stuff. Uh, that's what we always wanted to do, and now that I got all hooked up with the podcast and stuff, we gotta do it more often, man. Yeah, congratulations right. for that. By the way, you're killing it. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to get more listeners and coming in and interacting in the chat room. And if anybody wanted to call in, they could have called in. You know, I would we would have took them on. 
mm-hmm. ask any questions they want to, you know. And, uh, thanks, Layla. We appreciate it. That's uh, I love Layla. She's awesome. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on, Layla. Uh, tune in every Thursday. We're going to have all kinds of good stuff on here. So, I always talk about paranormal things, Bigfoot, UFOs, all that good crap. So, Well, Sarge, thanks for coming on with me, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, let's get together soon and uh, do an investigation, man. Yeah, roger that. And if uh, you guys want to know where we're at, we're over um, getting disembodied voices up the first week of February, by the way, man. So this big haunts will be changed to disembodied voices. So uh, maybe my first episode, I'll kick off having you on. Awesome. Awesome. You still stay with, with Podbean, right? Yeah. So I'm still going to stay with Podbean on that one. Yep. Sweet. Sweet. Yep. Are you getting I'd back into the politics? Yeah. I'm going to get back into politics. Uh, first week of February too. I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to do a political show on Spreaker. That's the big Sarge show. And then awesome. the Saturdays that I'm not investigating, we're going to do a debate panel and that'll be on YouTube. Where can everybody, uh, check you out on like Facebook and stuff like that. You got a website and all that. Yeah, ghostopsparanormal.org, uh, or you could just go do a search for Ghost Ops Paranormal on Facebook and find us there. Awesome, awesome, man. Thank you, Sarge, for coming on, uh, shooting the breeze with me. It's always a pleasure, brother. Hey, my pleasure as well. Thank you very much, and uh, have a good night, my brother. I'll catch up with you. All right, brother. I'll holler at you. All right. See you, bud. Well, folks, it's another hour. Gone down the drain. See uh, this Thursday. I am going to do another show this Thursday at 8 p.m. Um, just trying to decide what I'm going to do it on, but uh, I will be doing another show this Thursday, 8 p.m. Come join me. I will see you Thursday, 8 p.m. Have a nice night, everybody. Sweet.